I'd love to make a very quick one uh, is this God and you can insert in commas Psalm one of the books in the Bible Psalm 139 end of comma end of uh, bracket God has uniquely designed you and he's given you interests he's given you things you um, that you like and so all of us in this room are going to have a hundred different one hobbies and we're going to have different personalities and uh, different tastes in music, food and what's fun. And one of the things I think that we don't pay attention to enough is simply what am I interested in to help guide me in knowing what God has uh, gifted me for. So... Um, E.G., I played drums on pots and pans when I was four, apparently. I do not remember. And so I would just open the cupboard doors, get it all out on the floor, um, wooden spoons, and smack those things. um, And that's what I would do. When I was 12, uh, there was a youth worker who went to a different church, 
and um, but we met at a, um, a party, and he said to me, Matt, do you like drums? And I went, oh, maybe. And I, I loved music, like listening to it, not reading it, uh, but listening to it, as in reading notes, um, but listening to it. I loved it, loved it, loved it, but I didn't think that was leading me anywhere. Anyway, he lent me his drum kit, and for the next 12 months, I played, there was this girl called Amy Grant back in my day, and they had a cassette recorder, and we didn't have headphones in those days, and we'd just press play, crank it to 11, and I'd play in my mum and dad's bedroom to drums every single moment that I could. And then when I was 15, my, the worship leader of our church, and I'm sorry to be that guy, but I am 44, so there's a bit of a... The songs in my life are very different to the songs that you get to sing today. You are very privileged on one hand. The music's come a long way. Uh, there was a hit song in my day called Shine, Jesus, Shine, and that was one of, around the first eras of drums being allowed in church. And so I was one of the guinea pigs in our church to bring the drums in and, and basically upset everyone whose hair wasn't whose hair was grey, which I joined the club now on. And for me, I didn't know that my interest, drums and music, would... I didn't think that was a gift that God had given me. And only later on, like when I was around 18, 19, did I realise, oh, okay, maybe God has given me something here to use. Now, here's a little passionate plea from a youth worker moment. Are you ready? Apparently in Australia, at the moment, when you hit 15, you pretty much consider whether staying in church and youth anymore. So apparently at the moment in Australia, there's a mass exodus of 15-year-olds um, because they're like, eh, mm, eh, I'm going to get my interest from somewhere else. I like God, I totally like God, but I'm not feeling like I'm getting involved, uh, and this is what this seminar is trying to address. And I don't feel like what I'm interested in, that the church is interested in it. And, and this is what we're trying to address in this seminar. So that no more 15-year-olds exit the church, please. So one way of helping them to not exit is to do what I'm doing with you. I'm basically giving you questions uh, in this seminar that you can use on others. That if they answer them and that they would put them into play, it might save them from exiting the church. Or, or youth, because if we answer these questions, then we will get involved and we'll see how relevant God is uh, to all of my life and then I'll probably stick around. Does that make sense? Great. So, what are you interested in? Um, come with me to a book called 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians. It's after Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts and Romans. 1 Corinthians and a big 12. Oh, I haven't said verse yet. So, uh, verse 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, or little 7. Can I shut the door? I mean, I love my brothers and sisters in Yarrabah. We can have our own dance party if you like. Ready? 
Verse 7 says this. To which one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. So, are you ready? Point number two is, whatever gift I've been given, it's to be used for the good of others. Yeah? So I'm just close. I'm, I'm leaving. I've had enough. Spirit is given, he gives us gifts, and it's meant to be <laughs> the door is opening. I'm closing the door. More oh you're serious. Didn't you just said you did want someone to thank you, sir? <laughs> okay. For the tape, we're walking back and forth and shutting doors. Great. So for the common good, uh, verse 8, to one that's given through the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, you list the message of wisdom. Pause. Who needs someone wise in their life to guide you through troubled waters? Yes? All right. That's a gift. Wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge. Uh, so teachers really need that one. By, uh, by the means of the same Spirit. Verse 9, to another, faith. Who has people in your life and in your world that seem to just have a lot of faith and risk uh, for God? And when, when you've got those people in your world, it kind of pushes you. It's a gift to have that extra dose. Uh, to another, the gifts of healing. What do you mean the gifts of healing? Well, when someone is not well in any shape or form, in Jesus' name, we can ask and, uh, for healing. Verse 10 to another miraculous powers. Huh? Is that like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man? No, 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 no. All these gifts are more full-on than Spider-Man and Batman. It looks like Jesus in the things that he did. To another prophecy. What's prophecy? <coughs> prophecy is like when we have... Here's one version of it. When we have prayer ministry, we ask God for the gift of prophecy, which means... That God would bring into my mind thoughts that will help this person to be encouraged in Jesus. That's one definition of it. Um, to another, distinguishing between spirits. Right. Have you ever watched a movie, listened to some music, seen artwork, and been with people and... People, artwork, music, and films are all great, yes? But, and I'm sure there are probably another 10 other things, but you've been amongst some of that and you've gone, there's something not right here. Or that just felt a bit dark. Um, or it felt a bit, I've used the word evil. Um, some of us are more sensitive to um, swearing than others. I'm just picking a little easy one. Some of us are more sensitive to horror films than others. Like, I can't watch... There's things I can't watch anymore. Not because I'm more holy. Uh, I'm just more sensitive now to things that are a bit full on. Um, well, that's just a little way to talk about that God gives gifts to us. And one of them is that you can be in a meeting or in a room or with people and you actually do vibe, there's something not right here. 
Um, I was doing this talk last week in Canberra. Fourteen-year-old boy comes up to me afterwards and he says, "That's exactly what happens to me." I was at this thing. Uh, and what was the app? Um, oh, I don't remember. He was at a party or something like that, and a real evil presence he felt because he'd been trained by his dad, who's a pastor. He said, "Whenever you don't feel like something's right, so I'm passing this training on to you. It's very simple. You say in Jesus' name." I tell you, evil spirit, to go. And, that, and that's it. And he did, and it left. 14-year-old boy. We need people with all of these gifts, by the way. But I just thought I'd expand that one a little bit, because it's a bit, wow, what's that? To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues, and still to another, the interpretation of tongues. What, what's that mean, like my tongue? What it is, it's speaking in different languages that the Holy Spirit gives to us uh, for a more intimate, um, uh, hello Drew, uh, for a more intimate, Drew's going to take video, so you need to look incredibly, like you are receiving so much revelation right now. Could we do a funny moment? Yeah. And on three, two, one, can we all like strike a pose from like... Oh, yes. Are you ready? So you say when? It's on video, so you can be like... Oh, it's on video. So let's go board. Board first. Board. Ready? Board. Like, like, like overdo it. It's funnier if you overdo it. And one, two, three, switch to amazing. You made the daily wrap-up. Thank you, Drew. Okay, where were we? Speaking in tongues. Um, we're doing, I think we've got a seminar on this, and I would encourage anyone who's like, I don't know what that is, go on to the seminar. I speak in tongues when um, I ask God for that, and look, there's a, there's a seminar on this, which isn't for now. But I just want to say that we do encourage all of the gifts including, which we're going to get to in a minute, hospitality and, and everything, okay? But I just want to say, pro that. Good. Now look at verse 11. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit as He gives them to each one, just as He determines. All right. Underline verse 11, my friends. This is the journey of finding out the gifts God's given you, God determines the gifts you receive. When I was uh, 16, I grew up in a youth group in Ride, Top Ride, uh, in an Anglican church because my old man was the minister of it. Is that a question, Ollie? Yes? <laughs> sure. You really, really can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Excellent. Oh, that wasn't a funny joke, was it? Great. <laughs> I grew up in a youth group. Um, my youth group never got beyond eight people from when I was in year seven. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> to year 12. So in year seven to year 12, my youth group never grew uh, from about eight people. Anyway, when I was 15, I thought in a youth group, the highest position was the person who did the talks. I thought the, the best thing in church could be to be a preacher. 
So when I was 15, 16, I went up to my youth minister and I said, when do I get to do the talk? And he said, okay, turn up next week, come a little bit early and we'll sort it out. So I did. I went along next week, a little bit early in youth ministry, and I was fully psyched to be able to do a talk. He gave me 10 bucks. He said, go to Woolies. He said, get the cordial and the biscuits for youth and then come back. And I thought, oh, it's a bit odd, but okay, I'll do it. So then I went, got the cordial and the biscuits, came back, and uh, then I, he, he said, great, that's today's job. I said, pardon? No, 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 I was fully, fully focused on being able to do the talk. And he went, I gave you the job, thank you so much for doing it, now let's have youth. This happened, to not prolong this story, this happened week after week after week for a year. I went down to Woolies with 10 bucks to get the cordial and the biscuits and he wouldn't let me do the talk. I'm so thankful to God that he did that in my life. Because, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I won't lie, that uh, I had a bit of an arrogant issue. I thought that the guy up the front with the microphone, that's like the ant's pants. And I can now tell you it is not the ant's pants at all. Um, But I had to go through this phase of working out what God's gift had given me by number one, are you ready? Going up to my youth leader and saying, what can I get involved in? So I'm asking you to do that. Um, I need to go up to my youth leader and say, I'd like to get involved, happy to do anything, what would you like me to do? They will then uh, probably freak out and go, what? I thought we're meant to do everything. And then uh, they'll think up something for you to do. If you do what they ask you to do, you're going to get on the road, on the journey to figuring out what I have been made good for. So here's the next question. You ready? I'm going to give you a little moment to chat about the question or to write down. What have I, so far in life, been made good for? What in life, uh, so far, have I been made good for? What have I been made good for? I'll give you a minute. You can turn to someone near you and say, I really don't know. But try. What have you been made good for? What are you good at? 
Okay, come with me now to Romans chapter 12, a book called Romans, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, then Romans chapter 12, (coughs) Romans 12 verse 3. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Now I've got you at verse 3. Go down to verse 6. Alrighty. Here we go. Are you there? Yes? Romans chapter 12, verse 6. says, We have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a person's gift is prophesying, let them use it in proportion to their faith. If it is serving, let them serve. If it is teaching, let them teach. If it is encouraging, let them encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let them give generously. If it's leadership, Let them govern diligently. If it's showing mercy, let them do it cheerfully. Circle one of those that you resonate with right now. Go. You don't have to circle your Bible. But you could write down. Which one do you resonate with right now? I mean, if you're Struggle Street, which is okay, choose serving. If you're in Struggle Street, and it's not to be naughty about serving or put that down, we're all, all of it is serving. But for some people, they just are happy to rock up and just tell me what to do. I'd like to do it. And can I tell you, we need these people in our groups and families and, and churches and youth because... There's just things to do that people just won't do. E.g. the bins. I can see that bin is growing all by itself. And it's about to overflow. I wonder who will notice. And then wrap it up and pick it up and put it in the skip bin. Right. So it's just a little example. Don't take that too much to heart. Or a little bit. Just jokes. We need need to do... Serving and all that kind of thing. So, let me come back to that question. What have you been made good for? What are you good at? So, a different story is when I was uh, 17, I played for the under 17 Ds in cricket. And one day and only one time in my life did I score 100. But it wasn't the 17 Ds. And... In scoring 100, my uh, dad, who was there, um, whom I love, my dad passed away five years ago from cancer, and I love him to bits, hero of my life. Um, But my dad was a quiet dad, uh, in that he basically, he he didn't say a lot. He he was a workaholic, and he says that, that he he was a pastor in a church, and he, he just, he worked. 
He worked, he worked, and he was, he was a great worker, and I just ran into a guy in his 50s in Canberra, actually, who used to go to his church before I was born, and he just, he actually, with tears in his eyes, said how lovely Dad was to him in, in his life, and that meant, that meant a lot to me. So I really love and respect my dad, but he was very quiet, and so when I scored 100, I honestly walked off. And he knows I do this. I've done this. I've said this before in his presence. Uh, he's, he didn't say anything. He just nodded. And I went, all right. And uh, now I'm a dad of three beautiful children. I get it how important it is to not be a raging Wiggles fan uh, and just be like, ah, great to see you. Yeah, let's dress up. Um, more so, I just can see how important it is in, in, the, in who I am to be able to make it clear to them what they're good at so that it's not confusing. I can't tell them their gifts in the sense of you've got this and they go, oh, well, I've got that then. No, 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 no. They've got to figure out, they have to figure out the things God has made them good for. My job is to affirm what they see. And say, that's right, when you do do that, others, others are really blessed by that. Um, when you do do that, you make people happy. When you made the cake for Nan Nan, she was stoked, and you actually enjoyed doing it. And you can see within you, you've got a, a heart of hospitality already. Or in one of them, you know, sport, you just, you love it. And when you uh, play with a good spirit, other people around you actually really go, yeah, let's be less hogging the ball, and... You know, and so it's, it's our role. So, by the way, this is all of our role with your friends, people in your groups, to affirm in them, but you are good at that. But this is a bit of a struggle question, isn't it? When I say, what are you good for? Or what are you good at? It's like, I don't know about you, but for me, it's definitely been a massive journey of finding it out because, yeah, I, I didn't so much have that in my life. I knew when I did things not right, <laughs> I knew when I did a talk and it was like, uh, I knew when I played drums and I was out of time. I knew when I played drums and I was arrogant and I annoyed everyone in the band because I was angry. I, I knew when I would do things and it wasn't working, but I didn't know whether I was given that gift or not from God to use. So, you're ready. The things that you're interested in, the things that you do and, and other people feel blessed by it, uh, do you write encouraging notes to people? Do you, um, do you help people out? Um, the interests that I've just asked you about before, have you ever used them to serve others? E.g., um, one of the best things I think we can do in youth ministry is just try a stack load of things. So here we go, you ready? I'm going to ask you, and I'm going to ask for some responses on this one. In little groups, what I'd love you to do is, I'm going to give you $20,000... And I'm going to ask you to design an event, but when I say event, it doesn't have to go up, we're going to get 2,000 people. It could just be anything, 20 grand, that you find interesting, so you enjoy doing it, you enjoy putting it on, and I want you to tell me who that's going to bless. You've got 20 grand, I'm going to give you three minutes. And you, you will need to turn around and kind of or look across the room and, and make that happen. Are you ready? 
20 grand, design an event that will help someone else and you'd actually enjoy it. Go. You've got 10 seconds to sh sell us your event. I don't, know, I don't want to know how much it costs. What's the event you're going to do and who is going to benefit from it? Uh, I'm going to go for my left. Ladies over here, what, an idea? Bringing Christmas to Africa. Nice. Oh, shh. Listen. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Like a music festival to help children with disabilities, or people with disabilities, yeah? And coming across in the front right here. Oh, okay. okay. An event to help people learn how to build houses. An event to help people learn how to build houses, right? Awesome. So the meals for the homeless, great. Going up the room. Ladies? Awesome. A mission trip rebuilding a village. Awesome. Ollie's group? Wonderful. Love it. Sam's group, I think. You did it wrong. That's fine. Let's do a wrong event. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Ruby. Great. You guys are back. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Coming back down the room. Guys. Resting coffee for years and it all makes so Ah, nice one. Coming down the room, Josh, your group? Um, well, we had two different ideas. 
Okay, nice, good. Yes. You got a super one? Yep. Oh, sorry, great. So this group. Oh, no, there's a group here. Michael's group. Um, the idea was a Christian extreme games. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, great. Good. So, uh, yep. Um, uh, Zay, that's fun for like single parents and their kids to take their kids off their hands and to give everyone like a really fun day. Great. It's called after school care. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's good. It's on a Saturday, there you go. Okay, girls. Yep. say to you, if, if you would go back to your youth worker after this, your pastor, your leader, after this session and say, we've got an idea and we want to run with it, what do you reckon? There's two things, there's two things that is going to happen. Are you ready? Number one, you're going to freak them out because again, they think they're meant to keep coming up with all the ideas. But the main thing that's going to happen is you're going to start to do stuff and then figure out when you do stuff what you enjoy, what you like, what you're interested in. But when you're doing this for the sake of others, that's great. But let me tell you this, if you don't do something, you're going to get border and border. You're going to get really bored. Because if... if um, if we don't live the way God has made us to be, which is to be active and be using our gifts, um, we, we all lose out. Okay? We all lose out. Now, now that I've said all of this so far, and we've only got seven minutes left, now that I've said this all so far, what do you think your gift is? And this is where I want you to be brave. Because um, you still might be like, well, I don't know if I want to... Say it. I, I prefer you say it. I think my gift that God has given me is this. And then you go on a journey with it and go, actually, no, it's not. It's this. I prefer that than you being bashful with me and going, well, I don't want to say it. Because if you, I, don't, I understand that and I get it. But the longer you do that with me, or with one another, more to the point, the, the more you do that, you're... I, you're, you're stopping, can I be a bit blunt, you're stopping God working through you. And that's not a guilt trip. You, you, you're, block, you're stopping Him working through you and we just don't want you to do that. Now, you can say, I do find it hard saying what my gift is because I don't know what it is. That's different. Okay, but if you, you do know in your heart, you do, you, you, so let me go through it again. There are things I'm interested in. When I do things, other people say thanks. That was nice. Or thank yeah, they just say thank you. I find it interesting, that's the same one. I find it fun. And um, 
Could you, could you have 20 seconds to now name your gift? Now you can say to your friend, what, what do you think it is? But I'd heaps prefer you to be a little bit bold and say, I, I think God at the moment has gifted me at the moment in this particular way. Because I would like to, sorry, before you answer this question, I'd like to highly emphasise. 15, I thought my gift was, what? Cordial and biscuits. F 15, it was like, what are you good at? I don't know, going to the Woolies and buying the food for the youth. It's just that I didn't understand that that was important and necessary. That could have been helpful to know. But I, was, I thought I was getting punished. Um, at 16, I started to get interested in drums, but it took five years before anyone said thanks for that one. Because <laughs> um, I was a very slow learner. And, and I gave preaching to go at 19. I was a shocker. Um, I spoke so quick, my face went so red uh, that it was like everyone in the room was going, oh, buddy. You're about to blow. And uh, <laughs> stop! Uh, so I gave that a break for a while. Then I tried worship leading because I was bored as a drummer, so I picked up the guitar. And I gave worship leading a go. And I probably did that for four or five years. And then I went, oh, I've had enough of this. Uh, no, I didn't say I've had enough. I actually felt, oh, I'm not good at this. And I stopped it. Um, I gave service leading a go. What's service leading? It's kind of like hosting, emceeing thing. I like this. I don't know. No, I, I think I'm okay at it. And I've got, I've got to keep growing. I really do. My jokes are like, eh. Or it's like, dude, your ADD is on fire. Um, so I've got, to, I've got to get better at it. And I'm trying to get better at it. Um, but I like that one. A, a different one I like in my life now is um, I'm happy to preach, but I would prefer if there was someone else who'd like to give it a go, I'd prefer that. So I don't love preaching, like I can't wait to preach. Um, I can cert certainly wait <laughs> to preach. I hear from the you said, Matt, I'd be interested in it. I go, great, because what do I love now? I love producing people, if that's not weird to say. Um, I, like, I like you doing it. <laughs> Great. Let's press pause. <laughs> All right. I like. You know the, you know the voice. I'm, I'm trying to get us out. You know the voice in their role of, of of trying to get the person to become better. I like that. But it's not because I'm better. Like I don't think that I would be a better preacher than you. I'd actually like to see you get way better than me. And I know where I'm at in preaching. Like can I. I'm probably oversharing, but I, I know, I've been on a real journey with, how are we going? I've been on a real journey with preaching in a sense, there were events I wish I would have let me preach that, and then I would have known I'd made it. I've been through that phase, I've left it. Um, but I've been through that phase of, oh, I wish God, and we're soul survivor. I wish, I wish we went to 5,000 five years ago. God didn't want to do that. He wanted to get us to go and do missions together that were ridiculous, but they were awesome. And we're going to do another one, which I'll tell you about on Friday night. Um, so I'm on a real journey. I haven't stopped. I'm sure that 
I won't be hosting one day or yeah. So there's a journey. So that was a long way of saying, what's the gift you think at the moment God has given you? I prefer you to be bold about it. And if you're struggling, answer those questions and I'll give you 60 seconds. What do you think at the moment God has gifted you for? Do you make people feel welcome? Are you the social media person of the group? Okay. Have you answered it? Can I? I'd enjoy and don't feel bad. I'd enjoy knowing, but don't feel bad. Uh, who's happy to put up their hand and say, "Look, you can even if it gets to here." Uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think I do know at this present moment the gifts God has given me to use to help other people. Could would you mind? Let me know. So some, yeah, Is, yeah, cool. Then here's the last question without a preach. You ready? It's this. What gift would I like to try? What gift? We haven't read them all. There are more in the Bible. I haven't used them all. What gift? What role? What um, way of helping others would I like to give a go? I'd like you to answer that. Which, which one? Don't answer them out. Come on, what, what gift or what would you like to have a go at? Okay, so as we come into to wrap this up, what I what I think will help you is take those questions now to your youth leader or to someone in your life that's a bit older and work through those questions with them, please. Like we've got loads of time this week to uh, rumble, but why don't we? At some stage, maybe over dinner tonight, sit with one of our leaders and say, Geldo said, I've got to ask you these questions. And so you can blame me. And what am I interested in? What do you think that I've been good at? What could I do at youth to help out? Um, what gift I'd like to try? And let's, let's get cracking. Let's get going and not let that statistic, this is where I'm wrapping up, not let that statistic that's current increase. We need, we need all ages, all ages to, to just get involved and work these questions out over life, alright? Um, I'm very happy to pray with anyone at the end. I'm going to say a quick prayer and then I'll sit here and be by myself. If you want uh, prayer, we can pray. Um, otherwise, I believe 
that uh, it's fun. It's just fun times. Create fun. Create fun. Yeah, within boundaries and rules. And then at four o'clock, there's uh, another seminars and a workshop. So, and and are you having a good time so far? No, thanks, Isaac. And I'm going to say a quick prayer. Actually, no, I'm not. Who'd like to say a finishing prayer? Isaac, well done. You're going to say a closing prayer. Just because you haven't had a haircut in ages. All right. Here we go. Amen. Thank you. Party on! Hey. Pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I wanted to ask you a
Slowly. <laughs> See you in a minute. Yep. yep.